Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 156, Joel Solomon, making budgeting fun, how to transform your relationship with money. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another The Builders. Today, we have with us Joel Solomon. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Matt. Thanks so much for having me on again. I really, really appreciate you. We always have so much fun. You have some great insights and a great story. If somebody wants to listen to your full story, they can go back to episode 138, uh, the one called Unlocking Financial Freedom, the Power of Mindset, Process, and Belief. We've had another one. 144 is another one we had. We talked about mindset mindset and acting as if. Um, just like I act as if I know what I'm doing here you know, every day. Um and uh, today, today we have uh, some idea of what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be digging into, first of all, I want to talk a little bit about uh, reading. Because um, I think it's important. It's an important thing. But we're also, the, the most important thing, we're actually going to talk about some financial stuff. Um, budgeting. Um, but how we make that fun. Yes. that's important. Because all of us as business owners, entrepreneurs, have to worry about money. But it's not always fun. So we're going to find out Joel's secrets about how to make that fun. But before we get, you know, go there, let's start. The reason I'm talking about books is because I was just having this conversation before we hit record. And he told me he reads a book a week. And I know that there's CEOs out there that do that. There's there's smart people that read a book a week. I try to read a book a month. That's my goal. Uh, but one of the other things uh, he does is he, what Joel does, this guy over here, um, is he takes notes from all his books. And I thought that was an interesting thing because as I was telling him, I said, a lot of times I read books, I re- read a book and then, you know, three, four months later, I think, what well, what was in that book? What did, what did I extract from that? It must be in here somewhere. So tell, tell us your secret. First of all, why do you read a book a week, Joel? Well, I'm all about learning and growing every day. That's that's part of my mission in this lifetime is to learn and grow every day. And so if I'm not learning and I'm not growing, I'm dying. Mm. And I, I challenge everyone. You're either growing or dying. And so how can you grow today? What can you do to improve yourself today? Ask yourself that question. And I have a two and a half hour morning routine, self-care routine every day that includes reading and oh. visualizing. And we talked a little bit about acting as if last time and visualizing what you want to happen, journaling, you could journal and what you want to happen. But reading gets me to learn something new every day. And I've, and like you said, Matt, I, what I do to support the people who follow me is I take notes of the books I read and then I include it in my weekly video and email. Now, last week or a few weeks ago, 
I read a book called Reality Transurfing. That was a 540 page book that I took 21 pages of notes on. Now I do a video, which is the same as the email. So people who don't want to read, they can just watch me. And that's also on my YouTube channel. And, but I didn't read or say 21 pages of notes on reality transfer transurfing. I I took two or three of the, Mm. the best of the best and then included that in the video. So if, if you're watching and you want to get cliff notes on a book a week and, and audio notes on those books as well, then you can subscribe to my email, go to salamo.com, S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com, or you can go to my YouTube channel and subscribe there and you'll see every week there'll be a new, new, uh, now in that email, of course, is not just the book, but I highlight a member of my network. I give you a money tip as well. And I tell you what's going on, what the latest podcast I'm on. If I'm on the Builders podcast, I'll let you know when that, when that comes out. So, so anyway, back to the book. I think, I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here trying to figure out why I'm not on this list. <laughs> I need to right after this recording. I need to. I need to figure out where that sign up is. <laughs> it's, it's right on my homepage. It's a pop up. And, okay. and by the way, once you, when you sign up, you'll get a free video called "How to Ease Your Money Worries." You'll also get cliff notes from a book I read years ago that I read once a year called Ramtha, and I have both the Ramtha. audio notes. And the cliff, the written cliff notes when you sign up for my list. So there's a lot of free stuff there. So it, again, back to books. I think, you know, for me, I only read nonfiction and I just, I love learning. And so every time I'm reading a book, I'm like, wow, I got to share that. That was. And so a year ago, I said to my list, would you be interested in getting my cliff notes? I'm doing it for myself anyway. Would yeah. anybody like to see it, them as well? And so people said yes. And so I've been doing that for the last year. I think it's incredible. I, th- I think one of the things that, you know, I'm thinking about from just your perspective, you're like blogging, for example, right? Blogging is, it's gr- it adds value. Obviously you build an audience, you build traffic and, and people see your content and you share it and, you know, and there's that element of it, obviously. And maybe you monetize it somehow, maybe whatever. But ultimately, the act of blogging and doing the research and thinking about a topic deeply and, and blogging about that, it helps you learn that topic and become better at that and apply that to yourself. It's the same with creating courses. If you've ever created courses, I used to years ago. Um Especially around, when I was doing affiliate marketing, pay per click. I would, I had courses. I had a whole popular uh, book at that time that I sold and taught people my methods. And but the act of me creating that was huge because I had to really think deeply about every aspect of it and name things, name techniques, and <laughs> come up with wild stuff. Actually, the name of my uh, my uh, marketing methods was called campaign blasting. It was a way to test markets using affiliate marketing. So, but my point is that the act of that and, and then had, had a forum and membership and, and all this really helped me learn that stuff deeply and research stuff and get better at stuff and test stuff. And 
And I think the same way goes like I read, like I think I mentioned already that I, I read books and and I try to read, I probably I probably only read 10 books this last year, <laughs> but I tried, I'm trying one a month. This year it's going to happen. Um, but but even then I go back, I look at my long list of, of books I've read and I'm like, I'll have to go to ChatGPT now and remind me what that, that book was about, um, which is a nice little tool these days. But the act, what you're doing though, and you do it, you must do it right after you, you've read the book, it's fresh in your head and you kind of write down those cliff notes. That's got to help you kind of absorb that, those lessons a little bit more and think about it. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I don't want to put this out there, but I will say I, my memory can get better and better every day. And so let's put it that way. And so <laughs> when I do read something, it's good to have the cliff notes to then, ah, that's right. That was a really important point. Let me go over that. And by the way, there's certain books, as I mentioned with Ramtha, I've read multiple times, but the book I've read more than any other book is what I will say is the best money book out there. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I've read it twice a year, almost twice a year, That's right. every year for the last 16 years. You still do it. Do you have like a routine, a time of the year you do it? Yeah, I like, read it at the end of the year and I read it at the middle of the year. So uh, I, I was thinking just, that. I'm like, I, I know you. You're, you're an analytic kind of guy. You're, you got, you got very, everything scheduled. It was going to be very specific every six months. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I actually missed December. So I'm planning on reading it uh, in January, February. Nice. But pretty much. And, and people say to me, why? And I say, because every time I read it, I get something new out of it. Yeah. It's not that the book has changed. It's that I have changed. And I mm. remember just last year in 2023, reading it and saying, that sentence wasn't there the other 27 times. What? And I'm like, it, obviously the book hasn't changed. Yeah. But I've changed and I realized that for me last year, that sentence was significant. And so I took that as an important part of the book last year. That's interesting because, you know, you're changing, but you're also absorbing. You're, you're more you read, the more things you understand and, and you're making all these connections in your brain. And maybe your brain at that moment made a connection that it hadn't made before to some other information you now have. Um, that's, that's I mean, even in as you do business over years or decades, you learn things or you may not be ready for a lesson at that moment. And suddenly you're right now, you're specifically dealing with a thing. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting. So yeah, Think and Grow Rich. I, I've re probably read it. I'm gonna guess maybe ten dozen times. Um, more so when I was younger. I started reading it in the '90s. Um, and uh, but I need to read it again. You just reminded me. I think I'm gonna put that on my goals this year to read it again because there there's a lot of great lessons in there uh, to apply well, to life. In on. June, you'll get Cliff Notes. For oh, the right. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Um, so, what, let's let's talk about thinking real rich for just a second. Let's let's weave this into the conversation as we make it up as we go. <laughs> what out of thinking real rich from a financial perspective and like money perspective? Is there is there a specific lesson in there that you that every business owner or small business startup 
somebody that's you know been at business for a while, whatever, um, that they can learn from it that's maybe related to money specifically. Because I mean, I know it's a lot about mindset, right? Having that burning desire. Is there anything in there? I'm trying to remember. Thoughts becoming things, desire, persistence, taking action. There's, you know, faith, having faith and believing in yourself. I think all those things are critical to be successful and to generate income for your business. If you have a lull in your business and you start having massive doubt that it's going to be successful at all, then you're going to create that. Right. And I think we talked about that, you know, in episode 138, you know, how your belief, your thoughts become the things and beliefs are just thoughts you keep on thinking over and over again. Mm-hmm. In terms of there was a there's a big chapter in the book about organization and and how to prepare for interviews, how to organize your business, how to organize yourself. And a lot of it was very specific on how to sell yourself, Mm. put the best foot forward, really, really preparing in advance for a proposal, for a podcast, for an interview, like doing the background work, really researching. And so here's one thing that I apply it to my business is before I get on a call with any prospective client, I research them. It doesn't, doesn't need to be an hour, five hours. But you nowadays on Facebook, on LinkedIn, you could just spend yeah. 15 minutes just getting a lot of information on the person and then connecting with them on different levels. Oh, I see that, you know, you were born on Long Island, too. I was born on Long Island. Oh, I saw you. I see you went to University of Rochester. I did, too. Or, you know, I see you love to travel. You've been to fit over 50 countries. I, I have, too. And then just go into and get, connect with them on a personal level before you actually get into the business. And that's really critical. That, that's like sales 101. Yeah, it, it is. You, but a lot but, of people won't do that. And I'll get on yeah. networking calls or sales calls with people and they have no idea what I do or what I'm about. And it's all out. Right. There, right. Like right. You, know, you said before this call, you went onto my website. People don't do that. And everything yeah. I do is on my website. Oh, what do you do? Okay, well, let me explain. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and in my business, you know, as a, in web design development, um, when I have a new client that I'm going to, you know, hop on a meeting and see, or, you know, if it's an intro call or whatever, you know, we're going to discuss this, I'm definitely going to do some research on this person, you know, and um, I'm going to pick up something. And sometimes, so the reason I said it's kind of sales 101, it's, you know, I used I learned sales pretty heavily back in, again, the 90s. I'm dating myself a little bit today, uh, but I did a lot of sales. I did door-to-door sales. I did everything back then. I, w- I sold Encyclopedia Britannica, Kirby vacuum cleaners. I never lasted more than a month or two in those, but um, actually I sold a vacuum cleaner to my grandma. I was so <laughs> excited she bought it from me. Anyway, uh, I think somebody still has it. Um but my point is that well, back then we learned like, and I was in insurance too. So I would, I, especially life insurance, I would go to somebody's house, sit at, literally sit at the kitchen table, do a presentation. But it was always this lesson of like walking in their house and paying attention, like things in their house that you can comment on and connect with and relate to. And uh, I think that's, yeah, that's a good lesson. And I'm glad that's coming from Think and Grow Rich. But I think it's important that 
to know that it's just like networking. You don't just, when you meet somebody, you don't think about how, you know, give them the card right away. What can they do for me? Right. Get to know the person. Right. See where you, what you have in common and start there, build a relationship. Absolutely. So, yeah. Preparing, you know, preparation is, is one of the key lessons. Preparing. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I have guests on the, on this podcast, I, even when I do the intro, cause I always do an intro call. Uh, first time we're going to, we're going to have somebody on cause I want to get to know them a little bit, get a feel for who they are and, um, and then talk about what they, you know, what they're going to talk about, whatever. But I always about, there's kind of a trigger somewhere between about a half hour before I'm going to do, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do that research. I, I may already have some stuff that I'm, I already, if I know that it's coming, I've already collected kind of where their website is. I know where I'll, and then I'll do that little bit of fresh up, you know, research before, because then when I get on, I'm saving that time and I know what we can connect on. And yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. And that does translate to financial things yep. for sure. Um, so the big thing I wanted to talk to you about, cause I was on your website and he's got a, a webpage on his website called savings and budgeting. And, um, I, it's not always the most exciting topic to talk about, you know, uh, money. It can get a little dry sometimes and boring and scary. And, and then we're talking about reports and we do all this stuff. Um, but it's something that's like critical to all of us. I just had, I just had somebody on, um, we were talking about, uh, how, uh, in fact, we just released a clip. Um, who is he? I don't have to figure out. I, I'm bad with names. Bad with remembering names on the fly. I'll remember it like later. Um, but um, he was talking about how he got into focusing on finance. And um, he had worked for a company where he, the, the owner, the founder of the company, um, was, he was really good. He was a visionary he was really good with ideas and building products and all that, you know, he just, that, that stuff, like the, the vision part of things. But as soon as he started talking about numbers, he was like, glazed over, <laughs> didn't, want to, didn't want to talk about it at all. And he had come into this business to help. And, um, and what he ended up doing was, well, he, he, that was that moment where he realized that this was why this business was failing is because they weren't focused on the numbers and it became kind of his passion to uh, help people with that. And it looks like you kind of have that passion too, a little bit. You like, you got a good financial background, you know, numbers, I know you do. And, um, but how can we make it fun? How can, and what, what's in, let's talk about what's important in terms of a business, a small business, like, what should be we be focused on? Is it just cash flow? Is it all about cash flow? Is it about what is budgeting? Where does that come in? And how do we approach that and make it interesting and fun? <laughs> how can we motivate ourselves? What what is the reason we do it? What we don't want our business to burn down. Obviously, we don't want to go out of business. That's a good starting point. So yes. Uh, you, well, let's, let's, I, I like to look at the positive as opposed to the negative. Let, you know, we want our business to flourish. You, yes. you want to be making seven figures plus in your business, right? So how do you get there? And one of the first things that I find with a lot of the biz, business 
people, the, the spiritual entrepreneurs that I'm coaching is that they're not paying themselves first, which is critical in both your, per, you know, as an entrepreneur and then also in life, if you're working for a corporation as well, pay yourself mm. first, take a certain amount out each month out of the business, put it <laughs> yeah. into a separate account, pay yourself the bill, the bills will be there, right? But you're the most important person. So having that mindset, I'm going to pay myself first in the business is critical. Okay. So that, you, have to, you have to take, one. you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. That kind of absolutely. Thing. Now, this will be unusual. Most people don't think about this, but in my last book that I co-authored with Molly Singh called Infinite Love and Money, we have a money personality type survey. And I think it's critical to know your own money personality type and then also to know your colleagues. So like the example you were just saying, it would have been good for the guy who was on the show to have a survey to ask the CEO to fill out because I'm pretty sure he was not. So my, the seven different money personality types that we created in infinite love of money were uh, the acronym is sugar pie. You can remember that sugar pie. So sugar, sugar, sugar pie. Sugar pie. Yeah. You, you're not from the South, I guess. You've never had a <laughs> no. Okay. So uh, I'm not either, but I, I've, I've seen them. So okay. S stands for splurgers. U for the unconscious ones. G for the greedy ones. A for accumulators or savers. That's sugar. P for protectionists, I for investors, and E for egotists. And you can, if, if people want to figure out what they are, you can just email me. I'll, I'll, I'll respond with the survey and you can fill it out and then I'll explain what each one is in detail. But it's a joel at salamore.com. S-A-L-E-U-R-M-O-R.com and I'll, I'll send you the free survey. So. Knowing which one you are and then what your colleagues are, you'll be able to adjust and compromise with your colleagues so that you're not doing this. And now we wrote the book for relationships, but in business, you have a relationship with everyone you're working with. And, you know, if you're doing a design for a company, it'd be good to see, hey, what's your money personality type? How are you acting? Are you unconscious? Do never look at what's coming in, what's going out. There are people, I actually have a client just recently, the first one who number, her number one money personality type was unconscious. And so, so she doesn't look at accounts. She's, she's just completely unaware. She doesn't want to know. And, and there, that type is, can be out there. We and they just, just have a fat cushion of money and they just work within there and they're just like, they don't worry or, about Or the opposite. The they're really, really struggling and it's so painful to look at the accounts that they don't want to see that there's a past due. So they get piled up on the kitchen table past dues, which is really, you know, I'm not, you know, advising unconscious. And by the way, each of those types is provocative. It's named to be provocative. And we say in the book, you're not any one type 100% of the time. And your money personality type shifts over time, and it also shifts in different circumstances. Yeah, I was going to say because I, I I'm, I'm like that's got to change over time because, like my money type today, 
I'm probably one of probably one of those that you covered all the bases. But I was unconscious at one point in my life. I remember that my business was struggling. I did have those bills coming in that I couldn't pay right away. Um, and I, but the the way I dealt with it was just you know put it put it aside. Don't open the email. Don't open the mail. Um, and that's how I dealt with it at the time. I remember. And uh, there probably was a better way for me to deal with that. Um, so I got if if you <laughs> anybody who's watching or listening who's feeling that way right now, yeah. The reason why you're unconscious is you have some worries, you have some fears. So I got a way to cure that. And if you text to the number six six eight six six prosperity, text to the number six six eight six six prosperity you'll automatically be sent a video called how to ease your money worries, how to ease your money worries. So six, six, eight, six, six prosperity. Doesn't matter if it's capital, small, whatever it'll, it'll automatically, it'll ask for your email and then you'll get that video, how to ease your money worries. So hopefully there's not a lot, but there are people out there that just don't want to look. And so that's not serving you. And so we have in the book ways to adjust to, to become more conscious. And so mo most of the people I've been, I, I've done the survey. So the book came out two, two and a half years ago. So we've been doing the survey a fair amount. And most people are either accumulators, saver type or splurger type. Mm. I'm an investor. Okay. I obviously, maybe not. Obviously. That would make sense. I'm a former hedge fund manager. Yeah. We didn't talk about that, but uh, on this on this episode. But I'm a former hedge fund manager, so I look at everything in terms of investing. If I take my daughters to Chipotle ten years ago, and the lines out the door, I'm like, "Ooh, is this a public company? Let me check it out. What's what's <laughs> the stock price? How how you know things are going well for them? Clearly." And my daughter's like, you know, why is this good? You know, we got to wait 30 minutes on this line for just to get a burrito. And I'm like, this is great. So we yeah, buy the stock. Can't wait to get home. <laughs> yeah. And nowadays you can do yeah. it on, on your phone and buy the stock right yeah. there. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm an investor. I'm always thinking about how can I get a dollar for 80 cents? You know, how can I get the deal? And so, so what's important is your money personality type, paying yourself first. And let's make it fun. So in Infinite Love and Money and in my second book, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, I have – so rule number seven in The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use is where is my cash going? So it's really important cash? to know. If you don't – and I know some people say budgeting. It's a four-letter word. But we actually have a game called the budget game. You can play the budget game. And the idea is to make it fun. So uh, let me just explain it. It's very simple. So you put together a spreadsheet and you rank order your expenses, not your income, but your expenses from highest to lowest and anything and then cross out the things that don't have a balance. Right. So if you're paying off your credit card every month, it mm -hmm. doesn't have an outstanding balance. If you uh, if you're if you're your daughter has dance lessons and you're paying that every month, you know, and it, it's, you're paying that off. There's no ba outstanding balance. So just, just rank the ones that have an outstanding balance. So if it's a credit card, student loan, mortgage, any, and what, so you, you put the amount that you're paying each month and then the total outstanding balance below it. 
and then you rank order the outstanding balance from highest to lowest. And then what you'll do is it, there's, there's a quote we have in the book and I'm not going to remember it exactly, but it's something to the, to the effect of, I hereby promise to pay all my obligations. And in some cases I will do twice as much as required. I twice hereby, I hereby promise to pay all my obligations. And in some cases I will be twice, I will do twice as much as required. And then you take the smallest one and you double it. So whatever the minimum payment would be for that credit card or student loan, you double it and you'll pay double. And some people say to me, Joel, I don't have enough to pay my expenses, all of them. So how can I possibly do this? And what's happening is you'll open up the spreadsheet. And every time you open up the spreadsheet, you say out loud that statement. And then it's a game. So what's going to happen is you're going to, you want to go to the mailbox and get that bill and put it into the spreadsheet because you want to put it in and see the outstanding balance, the smallest one get lower. And it's just, just make, do an experiment for a month. So just like make it a game and say, oh, let's just see what happens. And what has happened, by the way, with some of my clients is amazing things because you're shifting your thinking about money to it's a game. It's fun. It's easy. Let's let's play Monopoly. Let's have a game. And one of my clients, I, I told her how to do this. And two weeks later, she had manifested over $100,000 in two weeks. She found the money to pay those. Yeah, so money manifestation, I think we explained on an earlier episode, is a surprise amount of money comes in that she wasn't expecting. And in this case, it was a full-time job and a part-time job. So she was working part-time, making less than 60000 a year. And within those two weeks, she had an, a full-time job offer and a part-time that she could take on the weekends and total of 160,000. Nice. Now she was interviewing for months before this and not getting anywhere. Yeah. And then two came in within those two weeks. So I correlate the two. You don't have to, but, and there's been other examples of people who played the game and things have just flowed. And again, it's mindset. Like you're shifting your mindset to this is a game. This is fun. Everything. Yeah. And I, what I say is everything with grace and ease. Like, don't, don't like, oh, I got to play this game because I had to manifest $100,000. That's not how it's going to work, right? It's let's see, let's do an experiment. Let's see what happens if I play this game and be yeah. open. And part of the fun is seeing, seeing the, your financial situation transform and get better and chart and see, see the debts going right. down. And what, and what's going to happen is that column, that last column, that's the smallest is going to go away quickly. And then yeah. you're like, okay, let's work on the next column and then let's work on the next column. And it's is there, so this, some people might, I think I've heard people uh, recommend this uh, where you, there's a certain, like you pay off the smaller credit card or yeah, that's, that's, what it, first. that's what we're doing. So we're ranked yeah. now. It's again, it's, this is may not be logical, right? Cause I know that there's some, you know, I look at my interest rate that I'm paying on my credit cards and and the student loan and so on and so if you have a personal loan that's the smallest amount with the smallest monthly payment that has a very uh low interest rate 
logically you would say don't do that but i'm saying do the opposite because it's just it's it's a mindset thing and and it, and it's you're changing your subconscious mind to saying oh look at that a whole column went away things are improving things are changing and so that's what's going on as opposed to logically as the you know finance expert i would say rank order all the interest rates you have from 30% down to five, and then don't pay off the 5% one, work on the 30% one, even if it's $30,000. But what's gonna happen is you're chipping away, you're chipping away, and it's still there. Nothing ever, yeah, yeah, like you said, I mean, part of it, this is a mind game. This is, um, you know, get motivating yourself by seeing you making progress. And making progress at incrementally going down is, yeah, it's okay, but but actually seeing it disappear what can you make disappear quicker and, right. and the list becomes shorter? Uh, that makes, that makes sense. And then so. the other thing that, again, I want to emphasize is you're going to money's when you play it as a game, when you experiment, then money's just going to flow. I, I have a membership that I started a little over two years ago and my money miracles members have manifested $1,799,000. So I keep tabs I, every week we have a call and I say, okay, so what money have you manifested this week? And oh, I got a, I don't know, somebody sent me this free Amazon gift card for a hundred dollars. I don't like, and then I got this $600 free vacation. I don't know how it happened. You know, these things are happening. And so I write everything down. And how, and how much of this, how much of this is just the fact that you're thinking about money, that you're seeing more opportunities just because like, if you think about your, you know, the old, um, uh, experiment where you, you know, you say, you know, how many red cars are you, how many red cars did you see today on your way to work? And you'd like, I don't know idea, but now you're going to see like every red car in the world. The next time you go to work, <laughs> you're going to see like a hundred of them on the way to work. How much of it is really just on a daily basis or a regular basis, just thinking about looking at your finances and that just becomes part of you. And you're now you're going to see more opportunities through that lens. Absolutely. So where focus goes, energy flows. Mm. And if you're focused on money, money is just energy and it's, it's the energy is going to flow there. And so, yes, if you're unconscious, like that, one of the money personality types, you're not looking, you're not looking, yeah. there's no flow. Yeah. But if you're an investor type like me, I'm thinking about money and I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking about how, what lucrative opportunities are going to come to me today? Like what stock's going to go down so I can buy in, on the inexpensive and it's going to double or triple in the next year or two. Like I'm looking for those opportunities every day because I know they're out there. Yeah. And so it's the same thing here. If you're playing this game and saying, okay, you know, I promise to, do all my pay all my obligations and in some case I'm going to do twice as much and you're making it a game if you're playing monopoly and it's real life it's fun it's easy and then you're you're just creating more flow that's interesting I, you know I was thinking about um you know going into this year I was I, I was thinking about obviously you kind of analyze your own business right and you think about you know what we're going to do in 2024 <laughs> and um, what are we going to do different? How's our business doing? You know, the full analysis. And, you know, it's funny, you know, it's it's really, so 
in my business, it's become really easy to become passive because we get a lot, we get, we get business. Like we have partners, we have a continuous stream of projects coming in and new opportunities coming in. And, and that's great. Um, but, and then I don't think about it. And then I, and I, right. I just focused on the work, taking care of my team, you know, how are we doing, you know, communication and, you know, and, and just talking about whatever. Um, but I don't think about the financial as much as I could. And I don't get excited about going out and actually actively proactively going after business, new business, instead of just like getting that real lazy and, <laughs> and just letting it come. Um, and we're growing, we're, we're doing great, but could we be doing better? And so I kind of have an initiative where I'm thinking about that more. Like every day I want to show up. I want to, I'm actually going to get a little help with this. We're going to look for opportunities. We're going to be more proactive with that. And I think through that effort, we'll probably will attract and see more opportunities. Absolutely. And I think that kind of ties into what you're saying there. Exactly. It's again, where focus goes, energy flows. And I yeah. had a client in 2023 and she she actually has a mindset coaching business. So she came to me because her money mindset wasn't where she wanted mm. it to be. And within the three month fast track prosperity coaching program, we were able to triple her revenues. So our monthly revenue run rate was tripled from the beginning of the year to when we ended working with her. And it was really a few things. One, it was she was mispricing her services. And two, she wasn't focused. So she had multiple programs, you know, and scattered in all different directions. I was taught this actually when I first started um, in this coaching business seven years ago. You have to have a value chain. So have something really low, a little bit higher, a little bit more expensive, a little bit more expensive right, right. And then the ultimate. And actually, that just confuses when you're out. And, and generally what will happen is if you're out on a service call, a sales call, and somebody says no to the high end product, you, you drop down to, you know, the, the 200 or $500. And that's what she was doing. And I said, get rid of everything, but your core coaching program. Love that. And so again, yeah. focus. If, if you're not focused, your energy is scattered on 10 different products on 10 different services. And so it's just increase, you know, focus and getting her to focus and getting her to, get paid for what she's worth. And I tell, and I, I think it's probably true for you too, like you're creating dreams and dreams are priceless, right? If you're helping a coach to create a website that's gonna draw traffic and they're then changing people's lives, like that's almost priceless, right? And and you're not charging priceless. Yeah, and it's, it's so easy to understand somebody like that. And, and I've fought this myself. Uh, because it'd be so easy to uh, want to have more offerings so you can you can take care of everybody. And I've had people, you know, really try to get me down in price on certain things. But I have my kind of that's as low as I go. And this is our offerings. And we have, which also makes it easier to target those people and, and find your the actual people that, uh, you know, it, it kind of narrows the field. But at the same time, it helps you focus and find uh, tune a package just for those people. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's interesting. So it's she... important, very, yeah, it's a very important to focus and have the right price and to, to know your worthiness is really important. Yeah. 
And yeah. I, somebody, I was on a networking call a couple of weeks ago and a woman said to me, Joel, so what do you do when somebody's really struggling? You know, they can't pay. There's no way they can, they have any money anywhere to pay for three months of coaching. I said, I give everybody 30 minutes free, take me up on it and then join my mailing list. I have, you can binge on my YouTube videos. I have seven, over 700 videos on my YouTube channel, literally over hey, 700. Hey, so you, you, you can keep just binge and it's more <laughs> free. We need to have an episode of just how you, how, how you can be more productive and <laughs> how you can be as productive as Joel. <laughs> People you ask are. me that all the time. They're like, so you're, you're doing one-on-one coaching. You have a membership. You're an online course. You created a new online course. You have a live coaching nine-week thing you're doing. And, and you have a weekly email. And then you read a book a week. How is that even possible? <laughs> and I'm like, I just get in flow. And this is your when thing. You're in yeah. thing, it's just you're taking inspired action. Love it. And that doesn't even include the clients I have that I'm going to. Right. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Hey, so um, we'll start wrapping things up here, but I thought we, let's let's end here. Do you have like a recent, like related to this conversation, do you have a recent um, maybe case study or, or a success story that you can share? Like somebody you've helped recently that really – um, highlight some of the things we've discussed? So, yes, I mean, well, we talked about that woman who I was able to triple her revenues. A right. lot of the, the entrepreneurs I help really are not, how do I put it, business savvy. They, they have the dream, like the, the guy you were talking about, the financial literacy guy who had, who had this guy who was a visionary. So one client I, I have right now continued into this year she is a yoga and meditation teacher and she had a lot of products. She wasn't focused and her prices were way, way too low. Mm. And, and she, some people think of yoga as just exercise, but she's also, while she's doing this yoga, she's, she's speaking to the people and getting them into a higher state of vibration of energy of frequency. And so she's changing their energy flow while doing this, while they're doing these exercises. I, I told her the same thing, you know, you're changing people's lives, you're creating dreams, and that's priceless. So, yeah. so we increased her prices, we got her focused. So she had like 12 different offerings, online, offline, all these things that she's doing. And, and I said, okay, we're going to focus on just one or two services that you're doing. And then she was able to increase her earnings last year. She started paying herself first. She set up a financial freedom account. So she's going to start investing this year, which she had never been doing. So all these changes, just when you, when you focus, when you, when you figure out what your, your service or product is really worth. Yeah. I almost everyone I talk to, they're, they're mispricing their product. Yeah, pricing is huge. It, it's also, um, it's interesting, you know, I do have higher pricing. I've increased it over time. I've my six years as an agency and and uh, I kind of always charge higher, but I've gotten higher, higher and higher as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, but once in a while you lose one or, you know, periodically you're like, if I went to bid so high on that, maybe I would have got it. <laughs> Did I really need to? You question it a lot. Yeah, I, and I hear that. So here's my answer to that is there's 8 billion people on the planet. 
you don't like you can't service eight billion. But if you serviced right. eight million or eight hundred thousand, you, your business would be flourishing. So don't attach to any one person or one client or one company. There's almost an infinite number of people who need your services. And, and once you get into that mindset, yeah. you'll it it won't matter. I I don't know if I mentioned this on prior uh, episodes, but I reach out to 60 people a week. I get on a, and I and about 15 people sign up for calls. And so maybe 10 to 12 actually show up. So I'm on 10 to 12 calls a week. And it's just and I know if somebody says no, like I'm one step closer to a yes. Yeah. I love number games. So actually, you can do that. I have clients do this. Put together a spreadsheet with numbers 1 to 100. Next to 1 to 99, write no. And next to 100, write yes. And every time you get a no, cross off the no. You're one step closer to the yes. And celebrate. Celebrate because you are one step closer. I will tell you, I do this, and I've not ever gotten 99 no's before I got a yes. Yep. And so there's so many people out there that need your help. So many that you need to price your product appropriately based on your worthiness. And you could price two ways, cost plus or value add. I say value add. Yeah. You're providing massive value. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Again, it takes me back to my, as soon as you say that, it takes me back to my life, especially my life insurance days. That's that's what I learned the most about selling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, because it was that exact thing. We we would get leads. We get uh, qualified leads. They were hot. They were hot off the presses, and it was it was all dependent on how many leads I would call, and then how many appointments I was setting, and then how many of those were I would close. And I could almost because we had a very specific script and way of doing things that we followed, um, that um, I would I would almost be able to predict how much money I can make each week and how many sales I can make. Yeah. So if you based, did based on, based on how many I was doing up front. Right. Right. So yeah. if you out, you do 60 outreach for me, it's about one, one person who will sign up for my fast track prosperity coaching a week. So I know if I do 120, I'll get two. It's just yeah. the law of, you know, Lord large love numbers. It. You know, you just, I love so, it. So yeah, that's, that's important. And, I did want to point out, I have a very special talking about pricing. I, I, I have stuff where I almost give it away or give it. I've talked about my YouTube channel for free and my email, which is free. But I also do a nine-week program, which is almost free. It's based on the nine money rules millionaires use. It's called the nine money rules millionaires use course. And I, I do it with a, a mystic, a woman who channels. And so each week she'll channel the rules. So we rule number one is when you believe. So we'll, she'll be channeling how, for the people there specifically, how they can benefit from my exercises that I'm about to do around beliefs and how your beliefs will create abundance and prosperity for you. So it's a nine-week course, and we're basically giving it away. It's $99. Awesome. And yeah, I was, I'm glad you segued into it. I was actually just going to do that because I was looking at the time. I'm like, Oh, he did it for me. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, you have actually, you actually have two things going on, right? You have something that you're, you, yes, I also have a master class, uh, on January. So, so by the way, so that nine week course starts January 30th, 2024. 
And it goes for nine weeks. And by if you can't make a week, don't worry. Like, oh, I'm not going to sign up because I know I'm going to be away this week. We record it. We send you the recording. We send you the handout. So there's a handout for each week. There's an exercise each week. It's very interactive. We have a nice, fun community. You know, it, it's a smallish group. I don't allow more than 20 people to join this course because you want it to be interactive and people ask me questions. So it's a fun, fun nine weeks. And, and it, I, I'll say it's a nine week challenge. So we go through each of the rules. We'll play the budget game together. And so that's, that's week seven. And, and we'll go through each of the nine uh, money rules. But I also have a master class on January 23rd. Uh, called How to Create Money Miracles. And we're just going to go through specific techniques and which is basically, it's a lot of what we talked about in episode 138 on, on mindset. Um, and then the episode, what was it? 144, uh, on acting as if that's in this course. So it's an interactive. Again, you'll get a handout. We'll go over it together and you'll, you'll figure out how, if there's any limiting beliefs, on money that you have any money worries we're going to remove them we're going to get you to empowering beliefs we're going to get you to act as if what you want to happen has already happened love it love it well i'm i'm excited i'm i'm excited to have more fun with my finances personally hopefully somebody listening is now excited to go and do that spreadsheet and uh, start working on their stuff and, tra- and trying to like, i i really love uh, the the best thing from this um, for me is, is when we were talking about basically when you, fo- what you focus on, you know, what, how did you put it? You follow something follows where focus goes, energy flows. That's right. <laughs> that one, but you know, focusing on the money, if you, if you ignore it, like I have in the past, I don't anymore. Okay. I'm, I know my numbers. I got my accounting. I got all that figure, but if, because I focus on it and I know what's going on and I have a really good sense of things, it, it it's also knowing, like I said, we're going to be a little more proactive, uh, at least for this month. Um, we'll see how busy we get. <laughs> it might generate too much business and then I'm going to have to dial it back again. But I um, more I, people. Yeah. <laughs> I had a hiring freeze last quarter. Um, we, we might. We might. But right now I just want to get more business and, and then I'll hire people. Business before people. I don't know, something like that. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I, th- I think that's that that's an important lesson. I think a takeaway from this one is is think about it. Don't don't ignore it, and uh, and then that will attract what you need in life. Can I, can I just share one quick story? Sure. So just on this topic, it's really important. You have a relationship with money, whether you know it or not. If you're the unconscious one, that's a relationship. Imagine that's a person and you were ignoring them. How would they feel? Mm. That's not good. So <laughs> in April of last year, I did a TEDx talk. By the way, my biggest fear in life seven years ago was public speaking. But I did my TEDx talk. It's actually called How to Create Money. And so I created a QR code. And when I went to a networking event the end of April, I was saying, hey, I have this free talk. It has really two amazing tech tips and techniques in there to change your money mindset, to get you into a more higher vibration around prosperity and abundance. So I was giving it to people here, you know, here's your code, scan it. And so I went up to one woman and she said, I don't need that. And I'm like, oh, cool. And she said, no, 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 I, I don't care about money. 
And I was like, whoa. Well, if you don't care about money, money's not going to care about you. And this woman doesn't have a great relationship with money. And it's not <laughs> going to her. No. Oh, I think she answered her own problem or something. No, exactly. I need more coffee. No, exactly. She, she <laughs> like she doesn't, but she doesn't realize she has the problem. Yeah. And and she was not even interested in watching a free video. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. If you're not going to take the action and and care about it, um, yeah, it's just like a relationship. True. You have a relationship with money, whether you know it or not. That's yeah. a really important statement. All right, I'm going to go marry my money now. Care about them. <laughs> Take them on a vacation, take really good care of them. I'm not you know, saying be greedy. Uh, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, you know, don't love money at the absence of yeah. humans, but know that if you're ignoring it, if there's, like somebody said to me recently, uh, there was some $5 bill on the ground. And she said, I'm not picking it up. Somebody else can is more worthy of it. And I will say, the universe put that $5 bill there for you. You noticed it, pick it up. You should be jumping up and down and celebrating that abundance and prosperity rather than saying kind of like, well, somebody else needs it more than I do. No, you found it, pick it up, enjoy it. There's an infinite amount of abundance on this earth, almost $500 trillion of net worth. There's plenty to go around. Awesome. And that's go that goes for his courses too, everybody. Um, don't let that's not those aren't for somebody else. Those are for you. So go pick it up for you. All right. I'm going to go now. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. I appreciate uh, you joining us again. It's always a pleasure. Take Thank care. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes or inquire about being a guest please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.